I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And Erio's production. have to figure a way to share this book then because yeah. i love it as well okay great 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 oh my gosh her and rihanna in here and you gotta think these are like getty images that they had to pay for to get like unless the unofficial is it's real unofficial. real unofficial i don't know i know what you're saying yeah this is wild this is my favorite britney look of all time this is from the onyx hotel tour. oh yes this black onesie latexy with little hints of that is that pink yeah pink shoulder pads and everything gosh i just love her (sighs) in a in a vegas um like a um an elvis one piece she looks good in a one piece too this is great when we i'm gonna i'll post the post this book so you guys can see the cover too and then this fabulous hat look on the back oh my gosh oh she's so gorgeous such a pretty 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 woman pretty and still pretty to this day i think still pretty Heather mcmahon and i were just talking about this on the podcast about how throughout everything she's just a beautiful girl now sure there are different things we want from britney (laughs) okay you're a makeup artist so i just want to start with this okay the eye makeup britney and her makeup day today okay I'm sitting on your couch with not a stitch. I had to walk in and be like, listen, I'm dealing with an acne breakout. I I looked at my face today and I was like, I cannot put makeup on this face. I cannot do it. So I apologize. You're looking at a, at a real situation. No, it will. First of all, let me just say it's a myth that a makeup artist is staring at your face. I am not, you know, that's, that's work mode right now. It's Brittany mode. So I did not, you could have not told me that at all. And I would not have noticed. I was more and that, you know, well, thank you. And I'm more (laughs) bringing this up because, you know, I'm about to pass judgment on a person and I'm not wearing a stitch of makeup, (laughs) but Brittany in her day to day is wearing makeup and specifically let's get into the eyeliner. Let's, Oh my gosh. Let's dive in. Like she dives into that coal pencil. (laughs) What is that? Is that, asleep sleeping in that and it's just from the day before weeks before (sighs) so you know obviously all we can do is theorize with Brittany like that's all we can do on her Instagram that's all we can do especially as you guys covered uh you know with Heather it's an interesting time for all of us as fans so my best guess and I truly I don't think it's as bad as people make it seem. People are really, you know, will really be mean to her in the comments about that eye makeup. I think what we're looking at is a woman who has always had her makeup done since she was a little girl from the Mickey Mouse Club, from Broadway before that. She's always had her makeup done. She may or may not be a little bit stunted emotionally, mentally. Who knows? I'm not, you know, I don't know. But like where where her head's at, maybe the trends, she doesn't keep up with them. And so I remember that era of makeup. Obviously, I've always loved makeup. That era was all about the the coal liner, you know, a smoky eye. She always has rocked a smoky eye. That doesn't mean she necessarily knows how to do a good one on herself. 
But I, I just think of like my mom who, who was like an eighties baby. And you know, Brittany was born in the, when was she born? 81, 82. Yeah. So she kind of grew up in that same area. I have a young mom and my mom won't wear any makeup, but you better believe she's not going to leave how leave the house without putting on a little black coal pencil on her waterline. So I really think it's just a version of that. That's being not monitored. Yes. As far as the sleeping in it and stuff, I mean, it it looks like someone who's sleeping (laughs) in their makeup, you know? It does, right? But also that stuff is hard to get off. So who knows what 24-hour pencil she's wearing and you can scrub and Q-tip. You know, I wear makeup pretty regularly and I love to play around with new makeup that I get on myself. And like sometimes I will have rings around my eyes for weeks trying to get them the waterproof mascara off and the and you know she's our girl's active she's doing her working on her working on her backyard fitness she's working on that backyard fitness she's Mm -hmm. working on her back flexibility more specifically (laughs) as she has let us know um yeah i see what you're saying yet the number one thing if i were sent to a stranded island and they're like you can bring one thing even though i would need two uh for this would be eye makeup remover and q-tips yeah. It's my one thing. I can't I can't sleep in eye makeup. I will I can be drunk and get home. It could be so late. I don't want to take it off. I will stay up and get that eye makeup I off. I cannot relate. I can totally sleep in some mascara and some eyeliner. So so God I relate bl- to Brittany. God bless I to you. Brittany. I don't know what it is. I just I just can't do it. Or some um I've seen this before. Who did who did I see do this on Instagram? It was um, oh gosh, I can't remember, but they had their makeup done right before they went to bed, their eyes done and then slept because they had to get up so early the next morning. Wasn't it like Kim Kardashian or somebody or Paris Hilton? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I know they've all talked about that. Like Paris Hilton, one of her tips was like, get your makeup done late enough. So that way you can go out and then sleep in it and you're ready for the next day when you wake <laughs> up. So. Hey, okay. <laughs> now you do a lot of the Vanderpump gals. That's, that's true. And I'm curious, what kind of, what level of makeup are they wearing that we're seeing on TV? I mean, for that kind of stuff, they do, mainly they do it themselves. Um, And they're all really talented at doing their own makeup. They've been on a show for eight years. And I think it's a powerful thing to watch yourself back in HD. And I think it makes you really learn, you know, what works and what doesn't. And so I'm always impressed with those girls when, you know, when I'm not able to do their makeup or if they're not getting it done for an event or something big, they're, they're pretty skilled. I mean, you know, it's, they, they all have different levels. There's, you know, a cast of like seven or eight females, but, um, yeah, they're all, they're all really skilled at doing their own makeup. I mean, God love her. Kristen's going through it this season. I don't know if you've watched the first two yeah. and I mean, Stassi <laughs> called her out on it. She was like, She's not wearing a stitch. She's not yeah. wearing a stitch. But God love her. This That's what I love about Kristen, though. She gives a lot to the show. She's like, this is where I'm actually at, and this is what I'm yeah. going to do. And does it, she looks pretty without makeup, though. She's got some of them. I think her skin is so beautiful. Well, you, I agree. But also, you definitely know, because yeah. you're up close and personal with Yeah, she's got beautiful gals. skin. Like, well, even when we do a full face, we're talking, like, concealer and some tinted moisturizer for her. She's not a... Tinted moisturizer. I mean, she's she's got great skin. And that like lovely olive complexion. Oh like, my. She's beautiful. Oh my gosh. A tinted moisturizer and a woman <laughs> over 35 who <laughs> smokes and drinks. Wow. Kristen, g- get it. That's amazing. And do they, uh, well, they're, they, they always keep up with their spray tans and they, they know how to contour. I feel like those ladies, none of them. I never look at them. Is that not contouring? Yeah, I don't know. I, what, think, I guess they do. I, I guess they do a little. But I don't want to say because I think of contour. I think of like the ridiculousness of the Kardashians, where it's like you see them outside of a a light that's following them around while they're filming, or you get a a quick edit glimpse of uh, you know the side of Khloe Kardashian's face, and you're like, did she fall into a bowl of chocolate milk? Like that they don't. They're not doing that. They're not pulling those stunts. Okay, they're all beautiful. They really are beautiful women. What do you think are the like the keys? Like the 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 basics of like making you like pop a little bit on, on HD uh, camera there. I mean, it's gosh, 
popping on HD, you want a smooth canvas. So if you do have problematic skin, you want to get a good HD foundation. Okay, I would need that. <laughs> Today, that's what I would need. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm working on it all week. I've got a facial booked. i got another thing next week. I'm, I'm on top of I mean, of you'll it. be back on track. And right as rain. In yeah. Time. No okay, time so at all. So I would need a, an HD foundation. And, and some good powder. I mean, that's your canvas. You know, you got that's where it starts at. So if you have that as your basic, you can swipe on some mascara and a little lip gloss and be good to go. So um, it's all about the foundation. It's all for HD, you know, specifically for HD. So when they're filming, mm-hmm. those gals are wearing HD foundation. I mean, I can't speak, you know, I, I only know certain th- things okay, of what, what, of what you know, of what I know, but like, um, we've always used, um, air, like aerosol foundations, like the Dior that comes like in an air, uh, like a spray. Ooh. And it's really nice because it's like blurring and it's, um, there's something about the, that consistency that it's like very light on the skin, but it also, because it's a spray, it doesn't come out. It doesn't have like, you're not swiping it on with a brush. It doesn't create any lines of demarcation. Nice. Yeah. Okay, great. And then, okay, do you have a favorite concealer? Um, you know, I'm old school. I like the NARS Radiant Creamy Concealer is really good. Okay. The... Tarte Cosmetics Shape Tape is really thick and heavy if you really need to go in there, you know, do some damage. And then <laughs> the Becca, I love to wear the Becca um, light sh- light reflecting or light shifting concealer, but that's super light. I mean, you'd have to be like, like that's going to the beach on camera kind of day. Going to the <laughs> beach on camera. You know. So if they like did one of their wild trips to Mexico. I would recommend that. Yeah, I'd say here. Okay, great. You know what I love? I think that this is genius. Never tried it, but I'm like, I think this is a great product. Is the Kim Kardashian West uh, body uh, foundation. Mm-hmm. Is that what it's called? I think so, yeah. Do you think, do you not, do you disagree? I just think Wait, it's a great Wait, do you think product. it's a great product? Oh, you're saying, okay, I, I think it's saying. a great product. I mean, it is a great product. I, it's existed for forever before, you know, but she took it to the, yeah, to the people, it, she, to the masses. That's true. But I still love like the Sally Hansen airbrush legs, that kind of stuff that you can get at, you know, CVS and Walgreens. I love that stuff. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. Yeah. And I'm not entirely <laughs> convinced that there's too much of difference between the two. So I'm sure you're right. Yeah. I'm sure you're right. Have you ever, um, painted Lala's face? Um, no, I've, she's so sweet and she's, you know, I've gotten so close with her, but she does pretty much, she does her own makeup. And, um, if not, she just had someone that she's worked with before, before I came into the picture. So, but she does like a lot of her, you know, she's been on the award show circuit this award season. And I, from what I think, what I can tell, I think she's doing her own makeup and it looks really good. Every time I see her in person, I'm like, pull her two inches to my face and yeah. Oh my gosh. Damn Lala, you are giving me Lala. And she is giving them Lala. Um, I love I love give them Lala. Yeah. Um Brittany. You did Brittany, not our Brittany, Brittany, Vanderpump Brittany. You did her makeup for her wedding, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Wow, now that's some high pressure makeup. Yeah. Um Or you know her face so well. So you guys have We had been thing. working together for nearly two years. So we we kept being like, let's schedule a um what's it called a trial like a wedding trial but then we would be to then she was so busy because they were filming the show had already started filming so then we would do little you know little press things or whatever so we'd constantly be doing I was doing her makeup up until like three days before we left to the wedding so we never really had to end up doing a trial mm-hmm. and all we agreed upon luckily we did this really fun shoot when we went to New York for like watch what happens live and she did this bridal shoot for Glamour magazine. Incredible. Yeah. Did you do it? the makeup? Yeah. Yet? Oh my God. I thought those photos were Aren't they beautiful? Stunning. I like want to print them out and like hang them on the walls. Like they're so pretty. It was like Carrie Bradshaw in Sex and the City. That's why it was so funny. Even Jack showed up afterwards and was like, This is like Carrie, <laughs> this is like Carrie Bradshaw. Yeah, Jack. Yeah, Jack's <laughs> new. And um, yeah, we were saying that the whole time. We were like, we're in New York City in like the Hearst Tower. Baby Spice from Spy the Spice Girls walked by. Like it was truly like, I mean, uh, it was iconic for me. I can't even imagine how iconic for Britney. Like it was, well, I do know, but it was awesome. Yeah. And so that, that was kind of like our, when the reaction to that, those looks came out, like how, you know, we didn't do a full strip of lashes. We just kind of, it was a softer approach to the, doing the makeup. 
everyone loved it so much that we were like, we have to kind of go in that direction for her wedding day. And so we did. And then, you know, you got a lot of girls with opinions that day too. So, and everyone kind of was in unison. Like we, you know, you're going to want no trends, nothing trendy for your wedding day. I think Brittany knew that too, but like, you know, if you're getting married, don't do a trend. Don't. Do not. Do a trend. (laughs) Unless, unless you wear it every single day. Like if you're a girl who pops on red lipstick, no matter what, then wear your red lipstick on your wedding day. But like, if you think today's the day you want to try out a red lipstick or a, a bold <laughs> lipstick, people do and it. I'm telling you. I wonder what that is. Well, you're just like, today's the big day. So I'm going to do something big and exactly. different. And it's it never turns no, out. No, do not. Great. Well, I had to bring all of that up because I think it's so interesting. We're talking about Brittany and Brittany is part of the culture. And I mean... The Vanderpump Gang, they are such a huge part of pop culture right now in this Very major true. way. And I believe, I said this on um, another podcast called Bitch Sesh recently, where I think that, do you love it? I, I love, love Bitch Sesh. Oh my God. I think that the Vanderpump people have the staying power of a Kardashian. Now, do I think that they have the earning potential outside of the show. I mean, they don't have Chris Jenner working for, you know, for them, <laughs> but I think that there's just something about them where we could, we could, I could do another 10 years with them. No problem. Easy. I know. Oh my gosh. I know. And I think, you know, it's this season's a, a, a test season and I don't, you know, I have to clarify. I don't know anything from the inside. I'm hired by the girls directly. I don't know. Like I'm not hired by Bravo. So I don't know the inner workings of like, what's going on in the show. Like I didn't know there was going to be new cast members until everyone found out there was new cast members. So that's kind of like, and I, you know, so, but the real housewives are getting replaced every season. Someone's coming and someone's, you know, someone new is a coming and someone's a going, but no one's getting replaced over there. I mean, they're adding more people, but they're adding new people. And I think that the way they did it was great because we're, we needed I mean, I think a spinoff could just be Tom Tom. And I think that they're a little bit doing that with giving us, uh, what's his name? Is his name not Max? Max is over at Sir, the other guy. Who's the guy that's like sleeping with everyone? Wait, no, there's Max and Brett, and everyone says they look alike. I know. Who's Max the is the manager of Tom Tom, and okay, Brett right. is the um, one who said Sheen is a bad kisser. That's right. Okay. So, Max, <laughs> I, I think that was a natural thing. And then having da- Dana. Dana, yeah. We're still getting used to them. But that having Dana be the the uh work also working at Tom Tom and then moving over to Sir, it's good. We're kind of like, okay, but we can be we should be at Tom Tom more. But you know, I so I see what they're doing. It's like I'm like, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. But I love this I love them. I could watch them for another ten years. I mean, they're really I'm super partial to them because not to be like, you know how people say like I listened to that band before they were famous. Like I knew them before I met them before I'd ever seen the show. So I just met these really warm and welcoming group of people who were like best friends. It was like such a fun time doing their makeup. The very first time I got to do their makeup. And from then on, I was, then I was like, well, now I got to check out this show and see what these people are about. And I mean, I get why people have, you know, such strong opinions. After I did Kristen's makeup, people were commenting. I posted a picture like gorgeous Kristen. And people are like, I'm like, I can't stand her, (laughs) you know? And I'm like, what? But why? So then I checked it all out and said, I can see, you know, both sides of the story. But, you know, I really, I really start to understand when, (laughs) when a housewife in a reunion says the editing and the Andy gets mad and says, it's not the editing. You know, it's like, you really did that. But I'm like, there is, you know, those editors are. They're geniuses. They're geniuses. Give them awards. They're giving us, they're giving us, they're handing over masterpieces left and right. It's incredible. It's the only thing I want to watch. I, I just, I love it so much. Now, Jared. Yes. <laughs> we haven't even told the audience any of this, but in August, mm-hmm. in August, August, you were diagnosed with acute myeloid leukemia. Real shocker. Yeah. Out of the blue. I can tell you that much. <laughs> and so you have been in this battle with cancer mm-hmm. since late August. Yeah. And I really, I mean, we had met before, way, way before. Way before, yeah. 
on when the podcast came out, we have a friend in common, Julie Lake, also mm-hmm. a friend of the podcast, mm-hmm. has been a guest on the show. And you reached out to her. You figured out that we knew each other, Julie and I. And you were like, oh, my God, I got to. I want to meet Jen. I want to do her makeup. Yeah. And I just, it just so happened that I was in a movie and I had to go to the premiere and I was like, well, could you do my makeup for that? And it was great. And you came over and we had a real time. We talked all about Brittany. All about Brittany. We- I can remember your makeup too. Like a really fun pink lip and like a little play on a purple smoky eye. Like, yes. Yeah. Yes, we did. I can did. remember it specifically. Um, I wore a real, because I did like a color block uh-huh. look. Like red pants with like a plum, just t-shirt. And then silver shoes. Sounds wild, but it was really. It was really iconic, actually. It was like a really good look. I was really, I I was pleased with it. I was really pleased with it. So we had so much fun. You did my makeup. We got to, we really got to kiki about Britney and it was really fun. And then this whole thing happened to you. So I want to talk about so many things today, but really how you're kind of having your own 2007 Britney experience. Yeah, I think, yeah, a a 2007 experience and a mixed with a, current Britney experience I feel like you know I feel like it all ties together is it you who says all roads lead back to Britney <laughs> if not I don't know I, if I've said that but I feel that I so. feel that <laughs> I feel like that's something that that's an energy you, you project you know it's weird it's uh been a weird time but yeah definitely can relate to the to the 2007s and if Britney and can get through 2007 we can get through today exactly what a shock you had no idea, right? Were you feeling lethargic at all? Not feeling well? Is that I was, how you found out? Yeah. I mean, I was sick for a couple of months, but just like it started as migraines. So then I was like, man, I'm really having bad migraines. So then I was constantly kind of shuffled around to doctors and that was like a month and a half. And then the second month at the beginning of August, I lost 30 pounds. I was like not able to really hold down a lot of food. So then it became a little bit scarier and a little bit more urgent. So then I was going to ER visits and, you know just kind of getting passed around again with our, you know, the medical system's not perfect here in America, (laughs) but, um, so getting shuffled around a little bit until it got to the point where I was like, I need to go to, you know, a hospital that maybe isn't covered by my insurance, but really knows that that does thorough testing. So I went to UCLA and then USC and, you know, they were able to diagnose me within a couple of days. And I mean, let's just get to it. Are you listening to Brittany during this time if so what are you listening to what yeah like what is your relationship like with Britney right now going through this experience I mean well she's always on my playlist so obviously like I remember like there's there's just so many like little things because she's always you know she's like I'm a huge Britney fan so she's a huge part of you know I anxiously await her Instagram post so that was a big thing in the hospital sitting bored just waiting for the next post to arise and to bring me a little bit of joy or, you know, to read up on some good conspiracy theories, whichever way you want to travel that road. Uh Um, But it was very, you know, it was that kind of stuff happening. And then I remember like little things, like I couldn't catch my breath for the first couple of weeks and they were really worried about me getting pneumonia, which is like a big thing when you're sick and, you know, undergoing chemo. And so I would have to try to do this like I don't even know what it's called, but like you had to blow into something to show your lung capacity and I couldn't do it. So they're like, well, try singing, like just try singing a song. So of course me and my mom are sitting there and I'm like, you know, devastated, still barely processing anything, medicated, devastated, had just finished a hell week of chemo. And I'm like, oops, I did it again (laughs) to get my breath. And then, you know, and then it became like, you know, I would put on uh, gosh, toxic, whatever song would just come on the shuffle of the Britney thing. And I would just sing along to it to get my, to get my, um, lung capacity up. And oh my God. yeah, you know, so it's really uh, looking back, it's like, well, that was really cool. I kind of forgot about it until I knew we were talking to think, cause I was like, how has, you know, like what has happened with Britney over like my journey, how, how she stays in our lives in like that weird way. Like, because it's always warm in Southern California. I'm trying to think for myself, Brittany's timeline since you were diagnosed, when was she in and out of of the mental health facility? This most that recent was like time? spring. So this is all post free Brittany, you know, post all of that kind of hoopla. Yeah, so yeah. so she was back in control of her Instagram. She was vacationing a lot. Oh, that's when she was in Hawaii like every other week. But yeah, but with Sam. Okay, do you mm-hmm. think that they broke up? Mm-hmm. They did, right? They, there's no way they didn't. 
when she posted that sad lion picture, that little baby tiger lion photo, we all I knew, knew it. We all knew. So you did? You thought? Did you think the yes. same thing? Yeah. And I mean, well, yes. I mean, that you know, she, that's been her calling card when she's ready to speak some, you know, to, to express herself for years. The powerful, uh, you know, what are they called? The killing cats, the lions and the tigers and the leopards. She loves a she loves a big cat of prey. Oh gosh, I didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. So you believe it too? Yeah, he's Absolutely. just been out of the. And then her her uh, desire to share her solo. You know, I love going on vacation by myself, like that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. She really has been letting us know she's been alone. Oh no! Now, how did you feel about Sam in general? Um. I'm a I want Britney to be happy person. So I felt like she was really happy a lot of the times with him. So I don't know his motives, you know, like how can we know? But she seemed... I think they were pure. I Yeah, I do too. I feel like I'm in the minority. I was afraid to say it. No, I mean, sp- speak your truth. We yeah. need to share all Britney yeah. opinions here. And it's great when we agree. So I love it. But I, I think his intentions were pure. I think he's just not that bright and... And, you know, Brittany may be the same thing, too, in a lot of ways. And they just, I think they connected physically and had a great time. I do. I think she was really happy with him. Well, and then also, I always think back of, I, I read a lot of tabloids and I loved, I mean, that was part of the reason that came, made me come to L.A. is like, oh, this this culture of Hollywood, Hollywood, Hollywood. And I remember being, I don't know how old, but like Ashton Kutcher and Demi Moore, like their, you know, age gap love. And I remember if in some like People magazine or some Us Weekly article saying, um, you know, uh, a 40 year old woman and a 20 something year old young man, early 20s year old man are at their sexual peak. So they're actually perfectly compatible. (laughs) I don't know why like 14 year old me was reading that, but I thought, you know, it came back to my mind. I said, I bet you, you know, they're making some sweet, sweet love. Oh, if I mean the sweetest love. Yeah. If nothing else. And he's cooking her steaks at 5 PM for breakfast. So yeah, they're just like hanging out in bed all day and Oh no. So Brittany and Sam, I, yeah, guys, I think they're broken up. I really do too. I mean, we would have seen him by now if, if not. It's been a minute since mm-hmm. he's graced us with his presence on Instagram. And I haven't, I don't follow him. So I haven't been keeping up with what he's been doing over there with that. But yeah, I, yeah, I think they broke up. Well, oh, I, I, they were together for a few years. Yeah. For a while. That's nice that she had that time with him. And he and and he stuck by her through this last, you know, moment that she was having. Um, yeah, people really didn't care for him too much. They thought that he was almost like behind it or something. Yeah, there was a lot of negativity towards him. I just don't think I think we all know like anyone who hangs out with her has to be vetted. So obviously he's got to be vetted. So even if he had bad intentions, they would have found, you know, like I feel like her security team would have been like, no, this guy's a no go right away. Um, My friend, my friend, Brittany, Brittany Ross, her brother-in-law works with Sam. They're trainers at the same gym. Oh, wild. And he says that now Brittany's brother-in-law is just like a nice dude. Like, he's just a nice guy. And he just says that that Sam is a nice guy, but that he would FaceTime Brittany and, like, show her around the gym. Interesting. Interesting that she couldn't just go with him to the gym either. Well, I don't think she's going really anywhere. She is. What do you say, uh, oh, my God, Rapunzel? You're... you're Con- concept for a music video. Oh, yes. Oh. It's a song called Rapunzel, and she oh. lets her hair down, and then we see that... It's Brittany climbing up her own hair to save her. She's saving herself. Get Max Martin on the line to write this song and <laughs> let's get, or Sia. Oh my God. Let's get Sia to produce. Sia. And then let's get Joseph Kahn to direct the video. I mean, this is. Yes. Let's get the heavy hitters back with Brittany. Who gave us the best? So I think that Sia can bring something fresh. I think we do. We get Joseph Kahn. He gave us all of the best Brittany music videos and and we just and let Joseph Kahn do what he does. We are or not David s- Myers. You know, he, he did. There is always those two. It was always those two directing the like iconic ones. Yes. I'll I'm, take either. I mean, Joseph Kahn really got screwed this last time. He he did a music video um, 
and for her god what song was it perfume yes and then they they scratched it and kind of like piecemealed it together and it wasn't his vision and i just think we gotta let artists make art i heard oh my god i <laughs> from love this. i had i knew someone who worked the perfume video and they gave me the um Oh, what is that called? And old Hollywood, like the shot list, you know? And so it was, I mean, it's been released now. They've confirmed what the ending was going to be and everything. So it's not such she a tease. Dies. Yeah, she dies. And, all, you know, it's very tragic. and stuff. But I heard that it was Britney who axed it. Do we believe that? <laughs> well, you know. That she was, she was pulling her mom card. You know, she went through that phase where she was like, I'm a mom. I'm not sexy. I'm not, you know, like I'm not, I'm a mom. I don't know if you remember that right around that. I do. I do. I I wonder if she saw it and then she was like, whoa, wait, this is too much. I don't want my sons to see me because I believe it's that she sacrifices herself to save the guy that she's in love with. And so she ends up being murdered. Yeah. Kind of brutally too. Like according to the shot list that I saw, Hmm. like beaten to death or something really like dramatic. Oh, so maybe it scared her to see it. Oh God. But that also does sound like a very you know, anti-feminist kind of. So I wait for you to go and I try to act natural Have you been thinking about her about me and while I wait I put on my perfume Yeah, I want it all over you I'm gonna mark my territory We just don't know. She is a unicorn. She's the only celebrity that still feels like an old school celebrity where there's this mystery surrounding her. It's really like my dad, my dad who knows nothing about any of this stuff was like, what were you saying to your mom about Britney Spears being in a conservatorship? And I was like, Oh, let me tell you. And so we went on a walk today and I gave him the whole breakdown and he's like, wow, it kind of sounds like Judy Garland or something or Marilyn Monroe. And I was like, dad, welcome. Welcome wow, to being a Britney fan. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Your dad really gets it. Yeah. Yes. I was very impressed and, and shocked. But yeah. And then I was like, oh my God, it is. Because even even people like Madonna who will or Beyonce who keep things private, you know, very private, they still plan. They're, they're still in such control of what they're going to put out next. Yeah. Says Molly Lambert, another past guest of the podcast said, um, Britney is Marilyn who lives. Oh, wow. Mm, I know. Oh, my gosh. I might start. Oh, chills. Right? Yeah. Now, makeup. (laughs) What's your favorite Britney makeup look? I mean, I am not afraid of recent Britney stuff. Like, you know, when she was in Vegas. (laughs) You are not afraid. I am not afraid of her stuff. I really loved um, when she came back, I think it's 2015 when she did the mega mix right before glory came out and she performed it for the billboard music awards. Wow. I'm not talking a photo shoot. I'm talking live. Cause you, you can really see the real, what she really looks like with makeup on, on a live performance, you know, like a televised live performance. And I really love the way they made her look. Um, and the way her makeup was for that performance with that, like, I mean, nude lip, glossy nude lip and like, you know, and she was wearing that red suit. It just, it was so perfect. And the smoky eye that winged out a little bit, which we don't get a lot from her. We get a lot more kind of a smudgier smoky. Yeah. She, um, it seems as though she sat for that one. She yeah. let them actually finish and do their work for that performance. Brittany is the queen of the nude lip. Yeah. She doesn't do a lot of, she does not do a lot. I'm looking at the the book you're holding and she, even the back, she has not done color in a while. She loves a glossy lip, which I love a glossy lip. So d- yeah. Still now. Mm-hmm. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Oh, yeah. um, when Theodore Leaf was on and we went through Britney's hair throughout mm-hmm. the ages and he said, look, the infamous performance of Britney at the VMAs when she did Give Me More, she, we all know that that hair was pretty rough. Mm-hmm. But the makeup, Theodore said, I want to spotlight the makeup. And so I'm holding a photo. And would you agree? I mean, look at the makeup for that during that performance. Yeah, it was beautiful. I mean, they were able to get into the inner corner for eye and highlight it and you know that's not a messy that's not a messy eye make it's a smoky eye Mm -hmm. which went well i heard because ken paves uh you know the famous ken paves was doing her hair for that and he was putting in pieces of um you know pieces of hair and it was going to be kind of like a bouffant style wig and she also didn't wear the outfit that obviously we all know that she was supposed to wear that went on top of the brawn panties. Yes. That would have really cinched her up and made her, you know, we would have, she would have looked fantastic. I mean, she didn't look bad. We, she, it was, yeah. it was the energy. It was what was happening yes, with it, her. That was rough. I mean, the hair was rough. I mean, she wouldn't let Ken Paves do what needed to be done. Yes. Um, even like, let's do, this is early Britney makeup. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm pulling up the photo guys. We all know it. This was Britney's, uh, live performance look early, early days. She's wearing the hot pink tube top with the white pants and the pink uh, knee pads mm-hmm. patches. And she wore her hair and pigtails a lot. Her makeup looks like, I mean, cause I know this is late nineties makeup. So, so there's like extra blush happening. Yeah. There's a lot of blush. It looks, I mean, she looks gorgeous. There's a lot of body shimmer. Yeah, this she you get a lot of body shimmer. A lot of body shimmer. And you can notice actually if she would close her eyes in that picture, you'd probably see a lot of frosted eyeshadow in the in the inner corner kind of blended out. Um she she did a lot of I was watching a lot of old videos of her a couple days ago and yeah, she loves the frosted eyeshadow back in the, you know, pre-2001. But she always has a smoky eye, I'm telling you. Now, okay, so now we're talking where this was a little this was a rough it's X Factor era, Femme Fatale X Factor era. Okay. 2011. Do you agree that something happened in 2011 with Britney? And we kind yes. of kept, some of it was kept under wraps. Like they, we know she got weird on X Factor and then they were like, okay, never mind. This was not a good fit for Britney and we're exiting. And to me, whatever happened in 2011 is what part of her performance like of Britney dancing, it's not this knee injury yeah. thing that's not allowing her to dance the way she used to dance. It's like a disconnect in her soul. And I think that whatever, that happened in 2011. Definitely. So now we're looking at a 2011 makeup look. Mm-hmm. They didn't fill in her. Now, when you talk about the canvas, right? They didn't finish. It's the makeup. They didn't yeah. finish, right? Doesn't this seem a little... Yeah. I mean, they didn't finish. They didn't fill in her brows. They didn't. And it's probably, you know, honestly, it's probably not the makeup artist's fault. I'm going to assume there was probably a time thing or a not wanting to finish kind of thing. She doesn't like to sit. She does not like to sit. I have a couple friends who, you know, in the industry who've worked with her before and they say it's 45 minutes for both. And usually it's the same person doing both. Oh shit. So, yeah. A lot of times, I mean for big things, they'll hire two people, but she doesn't like that, uh, tag team approach of having someone tugging on the hair and in her face at the same time. Oh, baby girl. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, she clearly doesn't have any lashes on, which for bigger things, they usually pop on, you know, a little corner lash at least. Yeah. And she, definitely didn't finish the eyebrows definitely and then the l- lips, no line that those lips aren't lined. Yeah. It looks like chapstick. 
I mean, she still looks beautiful, obviously, because Again, like, she's we a beautiful stand a beautiful, girl. a beautiful legend. But yeah, something definitely happened in 2011. There were reports that would, that leaked out that year that she was cutting her hair in it at a Disneyland hotel while she was with Jason Trawick and like left Disneyland in a fury. These are all unconfirmed, of course. Of course. Oh, man. God, she is just such a queen. Yeah, if she does a lip, it's more in this family. Mm-hmm. What color would you say this is? Like a... Almost like a little, like a hint of r- corally rose. I don't know. Yeah. She's just, she's just a doll face. I just love her. I just love her. She does love a smoky eye and a nude lip. I mean, it's been her look since... Pretty much since I would say, oops, I did it again. Well, oops, I did it again. She was experimenting with that, you know, early, early 2000s, late 90s, frosty eye and stuff. But after that era, like by the time she gets to Slave for You, I mean, we are, it is a smoky eye, a nude lip for, from then on out, from 2001 out. Same thing. So there, wait, no eyelashes here, right? Or are there lashes in this I don't one? see eyelashes in that one. I mean, same, and same thing with the, are her brows filled in? Oh, what was happening in 2011? Okay, so we've gotten to some. We've we've all right. We've done some great work here. Great sleuthing. She wasn't putting God. lashes on, and she wasn't filling in her brows. And and we're barely doing a lip. I mean, we're bare. It's not like a active nude lip participating here. It's like a. <laughs> this is this is an unactive nude lip. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Wait. This is a great segue. Okay. You have your own line of lashes. Yes, I do. I I collabed. Um, a lash company reached out to me and said they would love to help. They heard about my, you know, I've had some insurance troubles with my cancer battle. And so I'm stuck with, at the moment, a half a million dollar bill that's being not, that's not being covered by insurance. So this uh, lovely small company who supported me for years reached out to me and said, we'd love to collab. And it was, it's actually my first like, you know, where I got to pick out the the style and design and whatever. And um, I was coming up with a name. And of course, this should, should come as no surprise. I was thinking and thinking, what do I call a name? What do I, or what do I name the lashes? What do I name them? And I came up with Stronger Than Yesterday. So. Oh my God. Yeah. So do yes. you get the reference? <laughs> I, th- I think I do. I think I do. Stronger Than Yesterday? Yeah. So. This is amazing. Where can we find these lashes? So it's on lashaholiclashes.com or just go to their Instagram or my Instagram. And what's your Instagram? Oh, Jared Lips. J A R E D Lips. L I P S. Um, but yeah, and you can get them. And then a huge portion of each lash sold. La- Ooh, tongue twister. <laughs> each portion of um, the lash sold goes directly to my medical bills. So it's really cool. Please go out. Please support. Get these lashes. You will not look like 2011 Britney. <laughs> you will look fabulous. Yeah, you'll look pre-2011, but not 2007, maybe. Like, we're talking, like, peak Britney. We're talking slave for you, yes. in the zone. Yes. Toxic Britney. Yes, go get yourself some lashes. Get your friends a pair of lashes. It's a great gift. I love that. Yeah. That's amazing. And what, like, are all different kinds can we get? Well, my, I just have one style with the company. So yeah, so get, so go ahead and get my, cop my pair, you know, and then, um, they're really versatile though. You can cut them. If you have any questions, DM me. I answer all my DMs on how to put them on and how to cut them, where to place them. I got a lot of free time, free time on my hands. So I will give you a full, I might even just, you know, uh, FaceTime you and give you a full, full one-on-one tutorial. tutorial. Yes. All right. Stronger than yesterday. I'm here for that. Yeah. Do you have a favorite Britney look? Oh my God. That's like picking a, I know, you know, a favorite child or something. Well, I can warm, I'll warm you up. Okay. I'll give you some choices. Favorite Britney dance move, the high kick or the head roll. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like the way she flips her hair. So I like the head roll stuff. Okay. okay. I know you're. <laughs> I'm a high kick. I also love her nervous finger flick. 
I don't know if you've the the finger flick. Now this is the modern Britney move. Yes. Yes. Well, so I have a confession to make. So I am a, you know, Baby One More Time was my first album when I was 10 years old, whatever. Um, But I kind of, I wasn't during like Toxic and Slave for You. I wasn't like a Britney diehard, like a lot of like a lot of little gay boys my age were. I was a Christina Aguilera fighter. So I, I know, mind blown. But when I turned 18, 19, 2007 was happening, 2006 and 2007 was happening. And then I was sucked back into this drama of Britney because she was, you know, being filmed every single day, every single moment of her life was being filmed. And I had this obsession of watching these videos of her and then watching the decline of her maybe mental health. You know, she started to speak in British accents and shave her head and be paparazzi cars with umbrellas and the the you know I at 19 I felt so much um oh gosh what's the word just just such a kinship to that struggle because I've battled drug abuse in the past and so I just felt like and my you know around 1920 was when I was really fell out of control and that was 2007. So I felt this weird kinship to Britney. I mean, I shaved my head after she shaved her head. Like, so I didn't become like a real fan until 2007 where I was like, and I really dove in and took a look at like the way her life had been handled so meticulously. And to me, I always was like a sympathizer, even when, you know, everyone was fat shaming and all that stuff. I was like, she's not, you know, I'd be like, she's not fat. What, she wasn't happening? fat, she by the way. Fat. She had just had two children and also had like a slamming bod. Yes. It just didn't look like how it looked when she was 19 and yeah. I'm a slave for you. And it's just so wild to think back to that. And then Blackout came out and then that album came out and I was like, wow. Like, you know, it was my party album, but also like my driving around feeling, you know, like, Oh, I'm feeling pretty low. Like, what do I, what can, what can make me, you know, lift my spirits? I know a little hit of it's Britney bitch. And, you know, I just really relate to that, to that era. And that's when I became a huge, huge fan. I love that it happened during her darkest time. It's weird. Like you can see the cruelest part of the world, the cruelest part. But then on the other side, you see the most beautiful part. You know, it's like you go from one extreme to the next. And they're both worth it because you wouldn't see the other one without the other one. But that cruel part is damn cruel. And you'll never forget it. But that heaven is heaven. So it's like, I've been to both places. Now I try to avoid situations from the past that may threaten me. How do you do that? I go through life like a karate kid. And I think that era too, that that 2006, 2007 era was the first time we were able to see it actually, uh, you know, in as the general population. It's like, oh, you know, there, who, what is this? Like, we don't we don't accept this from this, our, our pop princess whom we've deemed as our virgin sacrifice. Like we don't accept, we don't accept eat it, lick it, snort it, fuck it to a paparazzi, you know? Yes. Um, so yeah. And I think you've really tapped into why, cause it's fascinating why she's such a gay icon because obviously she's embraced it more over the years, but she's never been as outspoken as other pop stars have been about like gay rights or gay activism. She's actually been very, you know, conservative Christian growing up. And she's kind of always held that as her one true belief. She's not anti-gay by any means, but I think that duality, I think you really cracked the case. Cause I even, I would Google like, why is Britney Spears such a gay icon? Besides the obvious reason, like she has club bangers and stuff, but like, why do so many gay boys um, relate to her? And I think that's part of it too, that duality that, that she has that you can either relate to and not just gay boys, obviously you relate to it and people with, you know, mental health issues and depression and just, there's so many ways to relate to it. And I think that's a big reason why. And we, sometimes we don't even realize that. Like, even as you're saying, I'm kind of like, Oh my God, that's so true. She does have this duality that we don't, we, we don't know what to do with. We don't know what to, we, yeah, we, we really don't know what to do with it all. But, but now 
uh, I think we're a little bit more as a society, uh, we're getting more comfortable. Mm-hmm. We're getting, we're just a little bit, we're moving that needle of, of allowing people to be messy, allowing people to just to be who they are. It's very true. And she just wants to be, she just wants to be. I know. And that's the thing where she's just like, I love all my fans. And when she did go, uh, yeah, she was at the GLAAD Awards when she was honored. Yeah. And she's so supportive of, you know, the community as a whole. And, but it, she isn't out there fighting and speaking eloquently about it. She's just like, I just love all my fans. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's right. That's all we could ever want is just for everyone to accept each other for exactly who they are. So true. And her team needs to realize this too, because they are living in a pre Instagram pre being able to Google everything time where they think they can just, and it's really doing damage because they think they can just keep her locked away. The longer they keep her locked away in her mansion, she really is a princess in the, up in her castle locked away. Um, what do you, what, what is your take on her team and, uh, and the situation that she's in? I mean, I, you know, I jump back and forth because obviously I want to think the best that everyone just has her best interest at heart, especially since her family's involved in her team. You know, her dad's her biggest caretaker or whatever, conservator. Um, I think there's probably a lot of greed going on. You know, there she's making a lot of money that she does not have access to um, just by law by, of being in a conservatorship. I mean, it's just facts. It's like a you can find the legal documents of saying like what, how much money she's given, you know, a month, which is so wild. I've said it once. I'll say it again. Let me hear My it. dream is for Susie Orman, girlfriend, if you hear me out there, <laughs> girlfriend, to sit down with Brittany and talk about money with Brittany. Like Brittany, even though you can't decide if you want to buy a new car tomorrow, okay? Like let's, let's get down to brass tacks. You can't make that decision. Some, whoever is in charge of your conservatorship, you would need to ask them for permission and they would have to approve or not. But, Brittany, here is what you made last year. Here is how much you spent last year. Here's how much you paid people to work with you last year. Here's what your electric bill was last year. She doesn't have a lot going on. It's not like she doesn't have the time to sit yeah. down. And Susie could say, like... Here, just had to have an understanding of her money. It's never, she's never had to. Never had to. And, you know, a lot of celebrities have business managers who are dealing with their money, even though they do have control over their money, but someone is paying their bills for them so they don't have to. And a lot of celebrities are very busy and God bless, they can go and make their art and do their things and, and they're able to do so much more because, I mean, Jared, we know what's up. We know how much things cost. We have to pay all our bills ourselves. Yes. And it takes a lot of time when you're the one doing it yourself. And so they, you know, and mo, mo money, mo problems, I guess. <laughs> but it just, I think it would feel so, she would feel so empowered. Don't you think, too? She wants that. She wants to be in charge, not just of her money, but she wants to feel like a grown up in a lot of ways. You know what I mean? And she's just never been given the opportunity. She was put in the conservatship at, you know, what, 28, 27, 20, something yeah, around that before there. 30. Yeah. And she's now going to be 39 this year. And, you know, I mean. Yeah, I wonder. I hope that they have. I. You know, she's it's so it's just a weird time for all of us as Britney fans. I'm sure it's a weird time. If we're feeling that way, it's probably a weird time to be Britney. It's probably a very I think about that too when I get caught up in like the in the hoopla of like, well, she, you know, we don't know what's going on. We don't know what she needs, you know, financially, medically. We don't know any of that stuff. So obviously, best interest forward, you know, but I do think it wouldn't hurt for them to replace certain people on her team and maybe say the finance. I wish the financial incentive to help her wasn't so large because they release those numbers, you know, every quarter when she goes in for another hearing and you can see very easily what people are getting paid. And it's a lot. Now you said when I walked in before we were on the mics, and I think this is really great. So I would love for you to repeat it. (laughs) 
your dad has moved here yes. from Florida mm-hmm. and is living with you to help you to help you. Yeah. Um, and you were like, I feel like I understand Brittany because like my dad's my caretaker. Yeah. I tr- I mean, it's, it's really wild. Having my dad is now my roommate to help me as I, you know, continue through the different chemo rounds and then eventually a bone marrow transplant, which is three months of 24 hour care that I need, not medical professional care, but just someone to be with me at all times to remind me to take my medicine, just little things that are going to happen. My reality is very different than what it was, you know, a short, sweet six months ago, but I really feel that. And I also feel the, um, being, you know, stuck in your home and not being able to leave because when I'm, you know, mine is very different. Mine is for my own health sake. I'm immune. You know, I get immunity deficient after a round of chemo and I'm stuck in home for about three week periods of time where I really can't go to crowded public places. I can go to, you know, a little few places with a mask on. And I feel like that's just like a metaphor for what Brittany, for what Brittany can do. (laughs) She can go to, you know, she can go to Hawaii, but with the mask on, you know, like, yeah, she's not talking to anyone. mm -hmm. She's not, she's being, she's protected. She can't go to the crowded areas that I can't go to, (laughs) you know? So I really, I really sympathize more, more so than ever, which is, which makes me question if this is all, you know, this is where I get into the, to the, the little bit of conspiracy about it is if this is all for her mental health, like, is this, is this mentally healthy for a person? Cause I know I go crazy and I will text my friends and say, you are coming over tomorrow from two to four before my nap, you know, before I take my one med that makes me super tired, you are going to come over the next day. And then I go to a doctor's appointment and it's all very scheduled. And so I do feel very much like Brittany in that, like, you know, you watch the documentaries for the record and, and I am Brittany Jean and you see her life is so scheduled. I really relate to all of that now. Cause at first I was just like, Oh, you know, I can do whatever I want. It didn't really, you know, I was just like poor Brittany free Brittany. She needs to be free. Maybe she does need a schedule. Maybe she does need all that stuff. But it's not healthy to be kept away. Yeah. From at least friends, you know, I just couldn't believe it when I went to Hawaii. And oh, I, when you told me that story, I got chills down my spine. Just let her be around people. And, and maybe she is, and we're all just, we just don't know. And we've made all this up, but come on. I mean, it does not. She, I know a, a, you know, I know a hairstylist who worked with her and she was a young lady and she's still a friend and she, and she worked with Brittany and it's years ago, 2013 ish, you know, but right before the Vegas residency, but after 2011 and she would, you know, Brittany would post her on her Instagram and take pictures together just for fun. She didn't even know how to tag her in it. The poor girl got no, no, no publicity or press yeah, from being it just, just like a random girl on Brittany's Instagram. But I, I mean, so this is all to say, I don't think, I think if there were people around her, she'd be at least putting them on her social media because she enjoys doing that. Absolutely. I agree. And so I really don't think we're wrong in that case. We just don't know what, you know, what the reason, the logic or lack thereof is behind this princess in the palace thing. But. Oh, I, I mean, we know she goes to therapy. I love when she posted yes. herself making silly faces. She's like, it was too serious in therapy, so I'm making silly faces. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's what she wrote. And, and I just was like, I love you. Yeah. You're, you know what? Because you're not wrong. Sometimes that I should do that when I come out of therapy. Exactly. Just make a lot of silly faces. Um, I just, It would be great if a therapist suggested to the court even, like she has to hang out with people yeah have you ever been in a really tough time and you're having a horrible day and you're you know I've had moments like this where I am depressed I am feeling so uh anxious I struggle more with anxiety Mm -hmm. um than depression and but feeling paralyzed but the second a friend calls and asks me to go do something you go and spend an hour with them you feel great oh my god that's literally been my coping mechanism through this whole scary time. And it's, and it's at first it started as like, I have to force myself to let someone come over because I don't feel good. And then, you know, luckily I have a, an amazing support system, but like, well, and, and that's what I, you know, I call my support system and say, please come over. I don't, you know, I just can't be alone. Now it's different now that my family's moved out here. I always have someone with me. So it is very wonderful, but yeah, you feel different. Just, you know, just chit chatting and you, it kind of takes you out of that 
that deep darkness that we would, you know, whether you're battling cancer or you're just having, you know, a bad day or you are wondering what's going to happen with your court case on January 22nd, <laughs> you know, it, it takes you out of that for, for an hour and you do. And when your friends leave, you do feel better. You feel lifted and, you know, more, more lighthearted. And Wait, is that what's happening? Is it Jan- January 22nd? It's on Wednesday is her new hearing is the, is the big hearing. Oh, gosh. And this is coming out on Thursday. Oh, my so, God. Should, wow. we do a, should we record a, two alternate endings? Oh, endings? my God. Just, Seriously. <laughs> just in case we want to say congrats. <laughs> Brittany is free from her conservatorship. So, Amazing. wait, what will be decided? What could possibly happen on Thursday? <laughs> well, the you know, the fandemonium, or fandemonium around it is that she'll either be locked into more conservatorship or she will be instantly freed. I don't think logically either of those make a lick of sense. She's had two rough of a year they're not going to let her be free yeah she would have had a better chance if this trial happened a year ago Mm -hmm. because when the spring hit and she stopped taking her meds and all hell broke loose like now they're not going to trust her yeah it trust is broken. Also, her kids. She lost more custody since but this has the happened. Thing is she doesn't. She's never had custody of her kids. That's a big like myth that that uh, that we've all just ag- agreed to believe. She doesn't have. It's her dad who has custody of the kids. She has no custody. She has well, no now rights. He doesn't have custody though. The the dad. Ugh. Well, because he's not in charge of her conservatorship. So. Oh, I see what you're saying. Because she, she's not allowed to vote. She's not allowed to go to the doctor of her own choice. And she's Wait, definitely... Wait, she's not allowed to vote? When you were a conservative... I've done a lot of research about conservative... I've had a lot of time on my hands in the hospitals, in my hospital stays. When you are a conserved individual, you are no longer for the... You said intents and purposes? You know that? Yeah, sure, sure. All intents, intents and purposes. And purposes. Um, you are no longer considered a like an active human being. All of that stuff is stripped <laughs> away from you. Yeah. I can't. Oh, she can't vote. She can't. She cannot get custody of her kids one way or the other. All of her custody. All and I'm using very heavy, thick air quotes right now. If you can't see me because <laughs> this is a podcast, these air quotes. The custody in yes. air quotes of her kids is all whoever is in charge of her conservatorship. Exactly, they have custody. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Which okay. is scary because that's a been such a bargaining chip for getting Brittany to do things. And that is just. 100%. I've said this for a very long time. This conservatorship will end when both her children are 18. I oh, believe, wow. I believe that she has played nice. And again, that they've used this as a bargaining chip mm-hmm. to get her to lie down and do whatever they want her to do because she just wants to make sure she gets to see her children. Exactly. And when they are both 18, the lioness is going to be full lion and she is going to fight like hell to get her life back. Mm -hmm. Oh gosh. All right. Well guys, we won't know. I mean, we're speaking. Yeah. We're this comes out on Thursday, but we're talking on a Monday and normally I don't out that kind of information, but we have to be honest. We just we don't know. Breaking this fourth wall. <laughs> Tired of calling other people who don't want to talk about Britney? Well, worry no more. With the new We Need to Talk About Britney hotline, you'll never have that problem again. And the best part is the Britney hotline is totally free. Call 1-814-277-3277. You can talk about Britney however much you want. Call now. It's totally free and only about Britney. I, I'm not all about the screaming free Britney I don't think definitely it's, not. I don't think it's getting us anywhere. If anything, I think it's us trying to make up for our poor behavior in 2007. Mm-hmm. It's a guilty conscience. Yes. Thank you. We've seen other than the favorite Britney dance move. We've really seen eye to eye on many Britney fronts uh, during this conversation. But let us know what you think. I'm just so curious to find out. What kind of stuff can people call in about? Anything. If you need to talk about Brittany, you can call. Like the if hotline. I have a follow up thought after you leave here, I can just call the hotline. Please. All right. Good and to, I'll good to know. and I'll put it on there. <laughs> It'll be great anytime. Um, Jared, thank you so much for taking time to sit with me and talk about Brittany. I'm thinking of you. If you at any point in your journey 
want to text about Britney, we could start our own text chain and just just talk about Britney throughout well, all of this. I'm trying to get to the zone experience with you. Um, that's my goal is to be well enough to do that because I've been, you know, anxiously awaiting the arrival of the zone. Well, I've got a ticket for you. Okay, I'm putting it to the side. You can let me know day of how you're feeling and I hope you can make it. I can't wait to see that. I'm ready for it. Now that she's kind of put her stamp up, uh, stamp of semi approval or <laughs> or she's been told someone to someone's stamp got it on with her approval. Instagram. Well, maybe Susie Orman has gotten to Brittany and it's like girlfriend you need to bring in money mm-hmm. and she was like okay okay the zone the zone the zone experience oh i love to think of it that way yeah she yeah. Need, yeah she couldn't do the show so it's like they're giving the fans something uh i'm also really excited for the broadway musical oh my gosh i know i think it sounds genius i can't wait i'm oh i'm so excited for it um but really i appreciate you taking the time especially in between treatments yes well i mean it's a good way to spend a lazy, a lazy Monday, <laughs> cozied up on the couch talking about, you know, everyone's favorite pop star. Well, we're all thinking of you. Thank you. Go get him. Fight this fucking cancer. Fuck you. Fuck cancer. Fuck cancer. It's such bullshit. Very true. Everyone, go buy those lashes. Just do it. We all need lashes. Yes, you need lashes. And uh, speaking of Kristen Doty, I know we talked about her at the beginning of the podcast. She has a t-shirt line and she has fuck cancer shirts and they also are 100% of the proceeds to her fuck cancer shirts go to my medical bills as well. Yes, Kristen. So, yeah. Where can we, what are? Um, her, I don't know the website, but it's her jamesmay.co Instagram handle for her t-shirt line. Get a t-shirt and get some lashes, put everything on, <laughs> put on some Britney, dance in your living room yeah. and have a time. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.